Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And one's 97.3, the fan. Yeah, sound a little bit uh, nasally and a little bit snotty. That's how it's going to be. Probably for a while. Because the older you get, the longer it takes to pass things through your body. Still may have a kidney stone up in there somewhere. Still not sure. I, I don't remember passing it, right? A couple weeks ago, right before Christmas, got the uh, kidney stone four, centimeter, four millimeters. Uh, and don't know if I passed it or not. Feel fine. You know, feel fine. But uh, caught this crud last week and feel much, much better today after a couple of days of bed rot. And, uh, but yeah, just I'm going to sound like uh, ass for a while, I think. I'm Woodsy, by the way. To my right, Paul Rindle, the executive producer of the Ben and Woods program. Good morning, Paulie. Also, not feeling or sounding great. Correct. Yeah, we will get into uh, Paulie's rough, rough weekend here in a moment. And to my left, Benjamin R. Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, Benjamin. How are you? I'm perfectly fine. You feel so, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous sitting in this enclosed space. <laughs> As you should be. You As you should morning. be. Yeah. But I hope you both feel better. We got, uh, got a big week next week that you you both need to be 100% for. Yeah, no question about it. Going to be live from uh, from Fantasy Camp next week. Probably take the rest of the week off, actually. Get, Just to get, get, get it mind, ready. Get the mind and body right. You know, I love being here. I do. I love being here. I love this job. I'm happy to be here uh, today. And it was kind of a priority throughout the weekend of, like, I just got to get right for Monday. Got to feel better for Monday. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, the long game is you want to be at 100% next week. We got a ton of interviews, ton of guests stopping by, uh, a lot of which you, we've never talked to before. So you want to make sure you do a great job while you're out there. We got games to play. We got stories to tell. Uh, it's the, you're only going to get it here at 97.3 The Fence. The only place you're going to get that content next week. So um, it's important to us that we deliver. And we're going to be doing live streams and stuff at night. We're going to be really 
milking this thing. Paulie even said he's got a couple of lavalier mics, so he goes, I can I can mic you up if when you pitch an inning <laughs> if you want. Hear me out there like. All right, you fat turd. Let's just throw one strike. You What's his inner monologue you little, on the mound? You little bee. <laughs> just throw one strike. Just one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll do. Uh, we'll probably put out a, like a video yeah. on YouTube, like a, a day in the life of Stephen Woods at Fantasy Camp. Yeah. We can get you mic'd up when you're up to bat. Be so sick on the bomb. So sick. Yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait. I can't wait for it. But uh, yeah, you got to get got to start feeling a little bit better. So I don't know. I mean. Which miserable uh, piece of news do you guys want to start with first today? Oh, there's so many ways we could go. So it's just like last week's open. I don't like to set people up <laughs> on a Monday by like, hey, here's some doom and here's some gloom. I'm doom. Here's gloom to my left. Go ahead. You want me to decide where we're starting? Sure. Tell me where, where you would like to start. Let's What's start the... with something positive. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean... There, what do we have that's positive? Well, I mean, since we last uh, left you on Friday, you and I had a busy Friday. We went and played Goat Hill in our Wishbone Brawl charity auction match, which was uh, very fun. <laughs> had a blast. Had a real good time out there. I want to thank the, all the guys who bid on us to raise some money for junior golf up there for uh, John Ashworth and, and the program. Uh, Brian Smock, who was uh, my group, the head pro at Coronado, and his team out there, Mark, uh, they gave me a short game lesson, which has possibly changed my golf game. Can't believe that I didn't think of putting my feet a little closer together before that, but they really straightened me out on the back nine, and think that's good going forward. Uh, you had a really cool uh, foursome, and they threw around some ideas after the end of the round about maybe a Ben and Woods like World Poker Tour online tournament at some point that we were talking about. So we always have more things kind of... In the hopper, but then you had to leave and go coach your first flag football game, and I am dying, dying to hear how that went. Polly brought me a sticker this morning. You can see it; it's the prime prime time sticker. Yeah, we are the the Colorado Buffaloes, and it is my uh, my five year old son Bo's team. And again, I got rooked into this deal. I did not want to do it. I was going to be baseball and t ball specific. It's a lot to manage. I got the tier one team that I'm running to. That's a lot to manage. But I got rooked into this thing. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It really was a lot of fun. Friday Night Lights is what it's called. Uh, probably a ton of parents out there have heard about it. Um, I didn't know anything. Like, we, we practiced for an hour before the game, helped them learn how to pull flags, which we did not do very well. Uh, which, by the way, neither did the other team, which is why we won 24-20, yes. because the other team could not Woody, pull a flag either. career uh, football coaching record won and oh, want to know? Offense scored on its first three possessions. I'm the offensive coordinator. Um, it was incredibly fun. We ran one play the entire time, and you just handed off to the, the best kid, and then back out of the way. And let, I'm sure there were parents who were like, "Is my kid just gonna center the ball, or is he gonna run at all, or anything else? Is he gonna maybe try a quarterback?" I get in the huddle and I go, "All right, my my son. By the way, Bo." When we're at home, he's like, all right, I'll be quarterback. You ready? I'm quarterback. Quarterback. We get out of the field. I'm like, all right, bro, get quarterback. He goes, I don't want it. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I don't want quarterback. I want to, I want to be a receiver. I go, why did we – Sounds pra- like Zach Wilson in the making. Why, yeah. Why have we been, why have we been practicing exclu- exclusively quarterback? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't want to. I need somebody that can hand this off. He's like, Mm-mm, I don't want to. You can't force him when you're out there. So – so anyway, you yeah, you hand the ball off in like the sweep, and the kid runs in. Nobody can get a flag, and you win. We won twenty four twenty. 
I the first play from scrimmage, we handed the ball off, we ran for a touchdown. But it should have been a touchdown. But my man Georgie got about twenty yards short of the goal line and raised his hands and started dancing and he dropped the ball, played dead. And I'm like, oh my not, God, not oh like my one God, or two oh yards short. Twenty yards. Twenty yards. Now short he of made up. Zone. He made up with it by scoring like three touchdowns and, an, and a conversion. Uh, but it was such a blast. We completed a pass, by the way. Uh, the only team to complete a pass out there. It was a real. It was. Rob really says, a, "Wait, you kicked a field goal? No, they went for two every time. They went there's, for still, t- there's no kicking, right? There, you can you can run for one, throw for two, or one, no, you can throw or pass for two, and or throw for one. So we went for two every time. Okay, and we we got it once. But yeah, that 20, didn't make any sense, but that's fine. Yeah. Something like that. Twenty four twenty. You said you could throw or pass. pass for two or run for. One. I can't remember how it went. Twenty four twenty was the score. That's all I know. Now they came in. Uh, they had a chance to win it late, and they fumbled three straight snaps. Uh, clock expires. We win the game. So it was. I was like, I was pretty elated. They had some athletes on their team too. I told you guys we were going to get thrown. So they were pretty much Alabama. Yeah, they were Alabama. We beat them. So <laughs> Just fumbling, snap fumbling after snaps. Snap. But it was so fun, man. So fun to be a part of. And but I, I was really, really gassed after that. And then I got home, man, and I just laid in bed for two days, pretty much. And I got in a, uh, I got your boy got his ass chewed yesterday by the missus, and I mean chewed. And I wanted to bring this up. I told you. Hannah and Woods' fight of the day is a great bit. We could use a sponsor, actually. If you want to sponsor that bit, that means I'm going to have to fight with my wife every day, at least bring them to the air. But I got my ass chewed yesterday. And I wanted your take. Any divorce it. attorneys out there no, who want to sponsor no. that segment? No, nothing no. like that. Nothing right. like that. So for Christmas, the kids got this egg. And it's about yay big. It's about, I'd say, like almost, a, almost nine inches tall, right? Think of the guy in the Bass Pro shop pool. Nine inches longer than that. Okay? So an ostrich egg. It's like an ostrich egg. And it's called the, the dinosaur egg, right? And it's made of clay, but it's all it was cooked, so it was firm. So the bit is with these, there's hidden dinosaurs inside. You guys have probably seen these. Now, they come in much smaller ones. This was a big one. So you got to soak it for three hours. Then you get it out, and you get a little hammer and a chisel, and you... Ding 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 All around the egg. And it's like, hey, I'm an archaeologist. Yeah, there's a brush. You brush up the the dust. So I'm I'm back in my room watching football, napping. Scene in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's exactly right, Paulie. And all I hear from the kitchen is is what it sounds like. And I go, what what is that? So I get up. I go, oh, you're doing the egg here, and you're doing it. It's just Bo. I go, you're doing it at the kitchen table. He goes, yeah. And I walk into Hannah, and I go, did you see the mess that he's made in the kitchen? We got brand new chairs. There's every, it's everywhere, and it's not just like chips of clay. It's moist clay, so it's splatters and sticks to everything, and then dries, and, and then, then dries. Yeah. And I go, I go, babe, that's all in the kitchen. And she's laid out one towel, one, and he's just over there. Seems more like a garage activity. I'm glad you said that. I'm very glad you said that. You were not coached. No. It no. Was, was not coached. I walk back out. He goes, Dad, I want to go play. I go, well, clean up your mess first. Elsa, you didn't even break into the egg. He goes, it's taking forever. And I go, 
All right. He goes, I need a real hammer. I go, all right, well, let's go to the garage. Five-year-olds are famous for enjoying toys that require an immense amount of patience, patience. to get to the payoff at the end. Yes. They're they're just like real archaeologists. <laughs> oh, yeah, I worked on this for three years until I finally found the outline of the pterodactyl's knuckle. So, so, we, so I go, what do you want to do? He goes, just get me a hammer and let's break it open. I go, all right, sounds good. So where do I go, guys? Where would you go? You go to the garage. The garage. Because nobody cares about a garage. It's a garage. It's for cars and strollers and paint cans and paint thinner. Archaeology projects. And cat food and cat s and everything else that goes into a garage. Bicycles hanging from the ceiling. Suitcases. So I bring him in there with the, the hammer. He goes, what? 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 I mean, and the, <laughs> the stuff starts flying everywhere. It's everywhere. And I go, awesome. All right, you get them out? All right, cool. See you later. She walks back there. She goes, are you out of your effing mind? I go, what? She goes, have you seen our garage? I go, no, but it's a garage. That's what it's there for. A garage is there. It's for oil spills, antifreeze leaks, you know, urine, like there's cat urine out there. I go, that's what it's for. I go, what do you think he was going to do? Sit there for seven hours, whittling down, dust, <laughs> wiping up each little chip of clay. I go, Hannah, you look at it. She was out in the garage like this, like <clears throat> scrubbing and cleaning. I go, it's a garage. What are you doing? She goes, you have to help me. I go, I'm not helping you. You know why I'm not helping you? Because it's a garage. If it was the kitchen, I would help you. Because it was insane that you had to start that in the kitchen. And she's, oh, we got in the biggest fight. I go, well, I'm not helping you. I got work to do. We have a show to do tomorrow. And there's no way I'm helping you. It's a garage. I'd be terrified for Hannah to see the state of our garage right now. It's a disaster. I thought you area. just cleaned it out. Yeah, now it's all a mess again oh after the holidays God, and everything. Oh no! I mean, we we can squeeze a car in there for once, but out like <laughs> around it, it's basically everything's like teetering and ready to collapse, oh, like some no. giant avalanche of crap and, that we've got just stored for years that we don't need. Well, you remember when garages were garages? I mean, that's what it was there for. Like, it was there to make a mess. That's the 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 time and place. Uh, where you need to 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 do projects and make messes and things like that. So that's where I'm coming from. I'm sure all the, the, the women in the chat are agreeing with her. I'm sure some, some of the men out there have my side, and I'm sure some of the simps uh, agree with her as well. But that's where I was coming from. Huge fight about it. I still I stand by it. You know, I really do. Uh, that's, a, that's the time and place for a, a project. And then do we address the uh, the elephant in the room, the other issue? It was a dog. It wasn't an elephant. It wasn't an elephant. Well, we have that elephant, and then we have the dog. Hmm. Both bad. Yeah. Now let's 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 say our best wishes to Polly. Yes, of course. I here. agree. Polly, uh, I'm so sorry about your dog. Hey, he, he's not. By the way, <laughs> I am. He's not. No, no. I mean, I well. While maybe I feel differently than other people, I know that for Paul and Megan, losing a beloved pet was a very difficult weekend, and I, I send an enormous amount of sympathy. He doesn't at all. You know it, Paul. Yeah, you know it, and I know. I know it. I know. He's like, in his mind. He goes that lucky sob one down, one down. Oh, what he wouldn't man. do to switch places he, with you? He asked me. He's like, "Do they do a two for one? <laughs> he did. Can I come by the house?" He actually did. <laughs> Oh man! Um, well, yeah, when I when I tell you that that was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do, no question, I, I mean it. And I think 
I was explaining to a buddy of mine who texted me over the weekend, and I just said, I said the same thing. I said it was by far the most difficult thing I've had to do ever, which I guess glass half full means I've had a pretty lucky life. No question about it. I feel the same way, putting my dog Max down. It was like, that's the hardest thing I've ever had to go Wait, through. Wait, did you have to be there for it? Yeah, we had yeah. A, you were had there. It, we had it done at home. Oh. Um... And I want to start by just shouting out uh, Paws Into Grace. Paws Into Grace. They are a San Diego company, and they go to your home, and they make that process as easy as possible. Um, for, a, for a minute, last week, we actually had an appointment at our vet, who we love. They are fantastic. And it lasted about 10 minutes, and we go, what, what are we thinking? We're going to drive there, three of us, and leave with two, and, and do this in a cold random vets office metal table yeah, like i've done it absolutely not horrific so we got to uh they came over on saturday morning and uh we put together you know his bed we brought his bed out into the living room and um yeah it was it was it was a nightmare it's intense it's, a, it's, it's really so intense, intense and the, awful. the service was so good i i was thinking about it like every i think it's a weekend hustle for the doctor that came over Every house that she goes to, every job that she takes, it's like the worst day of those people's lives or one of their worst days ever. And she has to just sit there and go through it with them every single time. But they made it so much better. Um, ben would be really good at that. That he would. could be he shows your, no emotion. Your side hustle should be that on the weekend. I, I'd imagine you have to show some sort of empathy, <laughs> though, to the people. And that's not my strong suit. So You're, but You'll be fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done this a million times. You'll, you'll be fine. You guys will be good. You, you're good. <laughs> no, it was tough, man. He lived. Uh, he lived a really long, good, long life. Um, twenty, like twenty years. Man. We don't really officially know, but Megan got him in 2008, and they told her like he was between one and three years old. But then the doctors were able to look at his teeth, like the vet, and was like, he's more like three to five. And dude he was a Hurricane Katrina rescue. Dude which was, was a, down in New Orleans, man. Like yeah, just uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And wow. uh, that's where he got his name, Jackson. And so yeah, I mean this guy was between nineteen and like twenty two years old. He survived a hurricane. <laughs> It's a hell of a he life, made it out dude. to San Diego. Uh and he was with my wife. I mean it was so tough, man, because for her, and I know yep. your wife just went through this uh, with Django, but yep. Jackson was Megan's last earthly connection to her father who yes. passed away. It's horrible. And he was around for like a few years together with Jack. And so just to know that that's kind of the last little chapter that closed on there. on that So part, hard. It was, it's, it's probably, let's be oh honest, it's probably why Jackson's been around the last couple of years, losing his teeth. Uh, couldn't really see much anymore. You know, it's it's a comfort for Meg, um, and it just is. I, I fully relate because we just went through this last year, and it's horrific. It's absolutely horrific yeah. uh, every time. But you know how we do it <laughs> on the show. We've we've had to do it. I've had to do it. I think I had to do it like seven times for my animals last year. Dude, it was. I mean, it's terrible. They start with like a muscle relaxer, a little pill, yeah. or a, I mean, a, a shot. A shot. And they get him right in the back of the scruff of his neck. And he screamed so loud. I had to clutch him. I held on to him and just so that he wouldn't move, yep. get the shot. And it was the most, like, awful sound I've ever heard. It's horrific. And I'm just bawling my eyes out. And um, and then there was about a good five, six, seven minutes where he wasn't, like, 
mush yet, but he was he was just chilling. He's just chilling. Yeah. He was just chilling in my arms. I got to give him to Megan one last time, yep. and everybody got to. <laughs> All right, it's terrible, but you know how we say do, your goodbyes. You know how we do it on our show. Yeah, we got to give him one because it wouldn't be our show without right, we giving give him one. the full open. Give him the full open. And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family. That's actually Paul's family. Shout out to yeah. me. Shout out to Paul, Megan. Rest in peace. Jackson, you went over the Rainbow Bridge. All dogs go to heaven. You'll see 14 of my pets uh, there from last year. <laughs> we did get the uh, we got the doctor to show emotion. She started crying. That, see, that's when you know it's good. That's when you know it's like, good. Did you guys get the ashes and everything? They're going to give them to us in a couple of weeks. Good. That's um, that, It's very they comforting. A, they do a clay paw print, yeah. and they take like a fur trimming. It's and very, you get the urn. It's very comforting to have them. We have all of ours. So we are like massively late. We have to go to break. We do. We will uh, set the menu for what's coming up on the show today. Lots to get to. We could also talk about the elephant next. We can talk about the elephant in the room as well. We did the dog. Not, we'll do the elephant. The elephant is coming up after a check of traffic. Good morning. Monday, new week here with Ben and Woods. On San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3, the fan. Here's Kelly with a little traffic. Just lumps on the snow, and then later, tripping in seven. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. out there who showed uh, some concern for us uh, yesterday uh, with some uh, news involving our parent company, Odyssey, that was uh, making the rounds in the media. There were also some people whose responses weren't quite as nice about it. Oh, who cares? But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've gotten if we've got the book open, we've gotten through the first ten chapters. We're at chapter 11 of the book <laughs> right now. What's <laughs> going with this? We're not. We're fine. The company, the yeah. company, like every other major radio company in America, it's our time around the pandemic, uh, filed for bankruptcy. But it's not um, doesn't seem to be as uh, dire of a situation as as people would uh, 
Try to make it out to seem out there. Uh, it's a uh, like a prepackaged thing. They're going to move radio forward. Radio ratings experts are now financial experts. Yes, Correct. yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, our company. Uh, we've been told no changes going to be made at all. Our show, everything that you normally hear, ninety-seven three, the fan, all of our other stations will go on. There shouldn't be any major changes going forward. In fact, uh, we should emerge quite stronger and more healthy on the other end. Yeah, which I that that was the part that I you know made me happy. I mean, look, nothing's going to change. We're going to come in and do. A, a great show every day. We don't. We haven't been asked to like. Hey, can you guys use less lights in here? I'd be happy to do it. Um, you know, no, everything's the same. Like it. I read the emails yesterday. I go, and everything good. We good. Do I need to be worried about anything? No, we we have contracts and stuff like that. So we're in good shape. He goes, no, nothing's gonna nothing's gonna change. We just I, hired the bad a new times midday show. We're actually in the uh, in the previous years leading up to it. Hundred percent. This is, this is a bit light, of a relief. The light at the end of the tunnel is yeah. where I think they're finally at and getting themselves on a little better footing out of the pandemic. Things were obviously bad for lots of different companies out there and uh, they figured out a good way forward so yeah don't worry about us we're good we're good we're gonna be here nothing's gonna change uh we will be here with you in the mornings from 6 to 10 a.m no changes being planned on the ben and woods program and so. if you were excited to tap dance on our grave you're gonna have to put the tap shoes away for a, at least a little bit longer <laughs> just put them away you'll probably get your chance let's be honest we are in radio it does happen um but put them back in the closet you know and then drag them out later Let's uh, set the menu quickly for what's coming up. What are the up specials, sir? Of the specials of the day. Well, you know, last week I had my, my hot Aztecs takes for you uh, as they didn't get into the top 25. We'll talk a little bit about San Diego State's win over UNLV on Saturday. I'm going to get even hotter on my takes about San Diego State basketball right now coming up. Do you, do you need to get hot about them now? Shouldn't you wait? Wait until after the rankings come out. Yes, I don't really need to. They'll they'll be in the top twenty five, but it won't they be will. nearly as high as they should be. Okay, uh, but we'll talk about their performance over the weekend against the uh, Running Rebels and another start to twenty twenty four for Brian Dutcher's team. Moves in baseball over the weekend, including the Dodgers spending more money last night, adding uh, Teoscar Hernandez on a one-year deal. We'll get into the trades that were made. Of course, uh, none of them involved your San Diego Padres over the weekend, but other teams continue to make moves, and we will get you caught up on Major League Baseball. Of course, we've got an NCAA college football playoff championship game tonight. Washington, Michigan, last football game of the college season. Jim Harbaugh, Kalen DeBoer. Uh, we'll see who comes out. We'll take a look ahead at tonight's game. And then the NFL playoffs are set. Week 18 is in the books. It is Black Monday. We've already had two coaches, I believe, fired today. Arthur Smith yes. of the Falcons yes, and Ron Rivera of the Washington Commanders receiving their pink slips early this morning. And there could be more still to come, so we will keep an eye on any changes that happen in the NFL today on this day after the end of the regular season. Never a fun day for a uh, NFL head coach, Black Monday. If you didn't make the playoffs, for sure. No doubt. So we will uh, look at the matchups that were set. There's six games next weekend, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday, and one of those six has a lot of people up in the air. Mad as heck. Because it's not going to be on television, which is... uh, Kind of some consternation out there for football fans this weekend. So we'll get into all of those stories. All coming up, we have our usual features. A take on Woods comes with a uh, one-day-only win and you're in prize. We've got Chris Stapleton tickets to give away today. If you win Take on Woods.
<laughs> so you can win concert tickets directly. You don't have to enter the drawing or anything. Uh, that's coming up. Don't do this. Ronald Report all ahead as we head towards 10 o'clock this morning. Thank you for joining us. Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Jackson. But he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo damn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but... Damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a damn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a up-tempo record every time I do a damn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last damn time, I want somebody who uses brain to not come out of a damn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a Dog dying. <laughs> That's how I felt having to do a seven mile spot right after we talked about Paulie's beloved Jackson. There, mm. rest in peace, Jackson. My oh. guy. <laughs> Poor Casey Kasem. I had to do that every week. Dedication. Dedication. That was the job. That's back the then. job. Guy made. That was forty years ago. You realize he made ten times what we made back then. <laughs> Right. right? In this business. <laughs> well, his company wasn't in Chapter 11, also, so there you go. <laughs> also true. Also, also Chapter 1. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> chapter 1. Amazing. All right, let's, uh, oh, let's try to man. pay a tiny bit of those bills with a little check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. From the 97.3 The Fan Traffic Center, here's Kelly Danik. 
Collision has cleared on Northbound 805 near Palm Avenue. Looks like we still have this other accident, though, on the Adams Avenue on-ramp to Northbound 805. Vehicle struck a bicyclist. Also traveling on the Southbound 5 at the Northbound 163 connector. There is a stalled car over to the right shoulder. And Kelly Danik with Ben and Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. So I have to admit, I got caught up uh, watching some of the football on Saturday, and by the time I realized the Aztecs game was on, they were already up eighteen to three. Dang, which dude, is good even news. I, even I caught the whole which first is, half. Which is good news. I mean, when you're, you know, uh, the the worst thing is when you're late to a game and your team is already like down ten, and you're going, oh, oh here we go, got to climb back out of a big hole. No, the uh, Aztecs got off to a tremendous start at Viejas Arena on Saturday afternoon. Up 18-3 to on UNLV, and they pretty much held the lead the whole way. UNLV made a couple of runs. They pulled within six at one point, but uh, San Diego State held on for a, a 72-61 win. Jaden Ledee. He's unreal. Another double-double, and he really does. He looks like that next-level player, and it's not It's not just the numbers on the stat sheet. You can tell by the way he, he moves underneath. You can tell by the way he looks. He looks like a man, like a man amongst boys. He really does. He's he's broad. He commands like he commands the floor. He carries himself like a, a next level. I athlete. think that's the big the big part. There are big kids in sure. college basketball who have no chance in playing in the NBA. He has such good balance on those moves underneath, where he gets guys in the air, draws fouls, gets to the line. That is such an important part of the next level game, uh, which is why I think he's going to not only make it to the next level, but possibly even have some success uh, with wherever he goes in the NBA. But right now, San Diego State fans certainly enjoying it. Another double-double. Uh, Reese Waters, who was a game-time decision, uh, did end up playing, as did Miles Bird. He didn't start, but he came in, gave him some minutes. Micah Parrish bounced back from uh, a couple of not-great shooting performances with 14 points, which was big as well. And San Diego State did what they had to do in those first two conference games at home, the landmine games against Fresno State and UNLV, and they got their two wins to start the conference season. Now I fully expect, and as does everyone else, I've already seen some of the ballots with San Diego State, you know, 17, 21. They will be uh, likely ranked somewhere in the top 25 when the new poll comes out this morning around 10 o'clock. Last two times the Aztecs were ranked, they immediately went out and lost, and lost that ranking. They play at San Jose State tomorrow night, yep. and then a really oh, tough boy. game at 13-2 and two New Mexico at the pit on Saturday. And every road game for the Aztecs is going to be tough. Even the places like San Jose State that don't don't draw a lot of fans, they don't have that kind of culture and program. And they're they'll have their best crowd of the year when San Diego State sure. is in town and they'll have their fans, their students will be the most fired up to try to beat the Aztecs. So they always get really the toughest environment possible every time they go on the road, especially in the Mountain West Conference. So I expect... Um, How it happens every year. Yeah. This is for San Diego State. If you're another school in the Mountain West, beating San Diego State is your that's final your, four. That's your final four, <laughs> for sure. They're, they're not a great team yet this year, though, San Jose State, right? San Jose State is yeah. not. They're, in the, they're one of the bottom kind of tier of the conference. New Mexico, though, is... That will be a very tough game at the pit. Uh, they nearly lost there last year, needed a buzzer beater. Uh, to win that game in New Mexico. I fully expect that'll be a tough one. Remember, we talked about this last week. San Diego State is not getting through the Mountain West unscathed. And anyone who thinks that it's a, a knock against San Diego State, that they're going to they're gonna lose you know, three, four, five games in the conference, it's not. The Mountain West is a terrific league this year. You could tell by their non-conference results. 
really is a fantastic league. And I know that the Aztecs will lose, and they'll probably get knocked out of the top 25 at some point. What I see on the floor right now, though, is not just a top 25 team. I mean, right now, they look like a top 10 team. I like what I, I really like what I see from the Aztecs at this point. It won't hold all year long. They'll deal with injuries. They'll have some ups and downs the rest of the year. And hopefully, they'll be playing well when it comes, you know, March and they're hot like they were last year and, and make a nice run through the NCAA tournament. But uh, clearly, they've got the pieces in place for another potential run, I think. Uh, like they had last year. Everything has to go right. Neither of those trap games, though, that everyone was so worried about were really ever in in doubt or jeopardy, and that's the mark of a team that had a really gnarly non-conference schedule that that ground them down and taught them how to win, uh, win basketball games. And so... That's the benefit of that, only having two losses uh, through there, Ben, and, and hanging in, even the games that they lost, hanging around, you know, battling hard. That's, I mean, they look like a really solid team these last and, two. And there was some sloppiness against UNLV. I get it, but remember, you had two guys who were playing at less than 100%. Shows that their depth has really stepped forward. So <laughs> uh, I like, you know, there was a nationally televised game, full CBS for the entire country. And they've got another week. I was watching the um, football yesterday on on CBS, and they like Jim Nance came up with a promo like, "Hey, college basketball this week on CBS. Uh, uh, San Diego State at San Jose State on Tuesday night on CBS Sports Network, and then San Diego State at New Mexico on Saturday on CBS." That's a lot of it. That's a lot of eyeballs and attention on the Aztecs right now. As you they get, should have. You get a promo during the NFL covers. They don't give those out just to anyone. So to have two San Diego State games profiled. Uh, during their you know their top rated program each week, which is their NFL telecast, uh, that that's some good that's some good uh, eyeballs that you should be getting on the Aztecs this week. Well, and and we'll put Paulie, they'll put your theory to the test, you know, because when it does come out today, Benny, nine a.m. right is ten a.m. ten a.m. Uh, when it comes out, um, yeah, they'll be they'll be seventeen, eighteen, somewhere around there is what everyone's probably like probably... twenty two because oh it's, really? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I always. I take shoot what I low. think they should be, and then I shoot about four or five lower. Fair enough. Is Fair what enough. they actually end up being yeah, with the po- with the 26 motors. Twenty six last week, so they should jump up to yeah twenty two. Okay. Well, then your theory will be put to the test tomorrow night um, as they take on San Jose State. But uh, the way they look right now, it, it's not a it's it shouldn't be a concern. I don't think to anybody the way that they're playing. So uh, I did. I was taken aback over the weekend as well with some of the baseball news that I saw. I wanted to get your thoughts as soon as I think it was like when we got out of here on Friday. A trade went down. It was either Friday afternoon or Friday evening. I've been in a, a, a coma for two days. But the uh, the Mariners trade. Do you see that Robbie one? Ray going to the Giants with Mitch Hanniger returning to the Mariners along with Anthony DiSclefani. Now, Robbie Ray is hurt. He is. He had uh, Tommy John surgery and won't be able to pitch at least until, I think, the second half of this season. So that's a, <laughs> that's a move for the stretch for the Giants, thinking they'll be in contention and might be able to add a former Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray, who, of course, didn't pitch like it when he was heading toward that arm surgery, uh, you know, I think 2022 going into 2023. The offense for the San Francisco Giants is certainly going to be a concern for them, and they did get rid of they got rid of a, a one of their guys that can can start for them in DeSclafani and and Hanniger, who wasn't great in San Francisco, but that's that's a piece that they're you know they have to replace as well. So just more competition 
uh, for the San Diego Padres, who have been sitting, sitting right now, waiting for the market to drop, waiting for something to happen, don't know really what's going on behind the scenes. They've been extremely quiet, nothing leaking out at all uh, from the Padres' front of what they're interested in or, or what they're not interested According in. According to Bob Nightingale, they're done. They're done. Bob Nightingale did say they were done over the weekend. I have the quote from Bob, but I, I like the move. Actually, for both sides, uh, Mitch Hanniger and Anthony DiSclefani could help from a change of scenery. Hanniger's first season with the Giants did not go well. He was better with the Mariners, so maybe going back will help him. And DiSclefani had that one great year, and then they signed him to, I think, a three-year deal at $12 million per, and he hasn't pitched well or been that healthy since then. So, so maybe a change of scenery for those guys helps out. And, you know, Robbie Ray, it's that buy low option for a guy who has the talent to be one of the better pitchers in the league. It wasn't really low, though, was it? I mean, he still owed quite a bit of money. Is that correct? I think it ends up even, kind of even out, out on the money. They, they sent some money along, so it's kind of the money isn't the issue. The question is whether Robbie Ray will bounce back at some point for the Giants. Interesting. And then yesterday was absolutely blown away. The hair blew back on my head when I read that the uh, Mets and left-hander Sean Manaya are in agreement on a two-year deal worth $28 million guaranteed. That's per John Heyman of the New York Post. Comes with an opt-out following the 2024 season. Um, that one was a, a bit of a shock for me, Ben. 14 per for Sean Manaya. And it, it made me panic thinking, yeah, we're not, we are, we're not adding anyone. And I think, uh, I think a lot of Padre fans had that exact same feeling. Yeah, it looked like way too much for a guy who was uh, really bad in the second half of 2022 when he was with the Padres. And then the first half of 2023 when he was with the Giants. They're going to pay full tax on his salary, by the way. Full. However, it was not advised to those who follow baseball. And it was actually about what he was projected to get by some of the experts because teams are now paying for what they've seen most recently. And Sean Manaya did finish the season strong. So the Mets are essentially dreaming that he can just carry that performance over right. that always happens to New York not only did he get the two years got the opt out as well I, I mean to me it's that's that's a huge gamble <laughs> when you see that level of inconsistency over the last three years don't gamble on what you've seen all, over the last three months gamble on the inconsistency is probably going to continue I don't think that Sean Manaya found something that he had lost necessarily he's got a good enough arm that he's gonna He's going to have some good stretches. The question is, does Sean Manaya have the makeup? The guy who, at the end of the, la- the last season with the Padres, fully admitted, yeah, I just, what, what, what did he say? Just ba- He said, yeah, I, I, I basically quit. Yeah, you know, on, on the team, on the, on team, the second half of the season. That was a playoff my, run. Stopped my conditioning. Yeah. You know, just, just stopped paying attention to my conditioning. and It was like the most, de- I really, really liked Sean Manaya and, and when we got him, I was excited to get him, and he showed some flashes of, of being a really great pitcher. And when we needed him the most was when he put in the least amount of effort. And I, I mean, I questioned not only him, but I questioned everybody in that clubhouse as well. Because you know, you know when somebody's checked out. You know when somebody's not doing everything they're supposed to do. And here we get to, you know, our deepest playoff run in a while. And you're, you're ineffective and unavailable. And that, to me, was unforgivable. And I, how does that not... Go, how does David Stearns, the, the GM of the Mets, how does he not know that? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But in, there, there was something in Sean Manaya that made him go, that's fine. We'll give you 14 per. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Again, get your bag if you're a player. Your, your career window is very, very short. 
But and, and maybe smokes. it's weird that we think it's such a big deal because he remains very friendly with the team yeah. Padres. I mean, they were I, out I saw this weekend. Pictures <laughs> this weekend of Joe Musgrove on vacation looked like with Tim Hill and yeah. Sean and I, uh, you know, out still being friends together. So if they don't think it's a big deal, maybe we shouldn't think it's such a big deal either. But yeah, that, I, I initially was surprised that he got that that kind of salary, and it does tell you that it's going to be hard for the Padres to really add anything. Here's the quote from Bob Nightingale when it comes to uh, what he thinks the Padres are going to do. It says, the Padres' wild spending days are over. This was his Sunday column in USA Today. They don't offer anyone more than $5 million a year the rest of the winter, <laughs> trying to spread out the remaining $20 million in their budget to fill about six different positions. Their World Series aspirations have melted into the goal of merely qualifying as a wild card contender. So Sean Manaya is 14 a year. Bob Nightingale says the Padres won't spend more than five a year on a guy. Wow. Is, oh, boy. Is it me? Is, is it me? Do I have a legit shot at bolstering our rotation? Are you as third as good as Sean Manaya at this no, point? God, I wish I was. I wish I was. I don't know if that $20 million is is accurate. That would be if the Padres are going to try to stay below the luxury tax completely and probably still have some wiggle room left in the budget if they want to add someone at the trade deadline. So that that's kind of the real low end of what the Padres might do in the offseason. That does not get them up to the $200 million level that had been reported and we've been talking about as a potential Padres payroll for 2024. So is it 20? Is it more like 40 that the Padres have remaining? Not sure. I don't know that you can – you can't get much when you, you can't offer more than $5 million a year. Correct. Yeah. There's not much out there for that price point in free agency right now. Well, and it uh, wouldn't be a week in Major League Baseball without mentioning a move that the Los Angeles Dodgers made. One-year deal yesterday for Teoscar Hernandez, who is a he's an outfielder who's, who's improving in the outfield. Still not a great outfielder per se, Ben, but he absolutely mashes left-handers. Sets up nice for us. We don't have any left-handers, so... We will handle Teoscar Hernandez, no problem, I would imagine. We have a, a stable full of right-handed pitchers uh, for the most part. For the they San just Diego don't have Padres. to play him. Yeah, they don't have to play they him. they still have Chris Taylor. They added uh, Manuel Margot. Yeah. Uh, they have about a glut. deep of lineup as you're going to see at this point. Yep, they absolutely you know, All-stars do. are potential all-stars all around the diamond. Yep. And when you spend that much, you, you should have all-stars all around the diamond. I saw the stat yesterday with the $23.5 million deal for Teoscar Hernandez. The Dodgers' total off-season spending has climbed over $1.2 billion, which is almost exactly the same as the other 29 teams combined in their spending this off-season. So you've got the Dodgers, and then every other team, including the Yankees, the Mets, everyone else added together has spent what the Dodgers have spent this off-season. That's what the Padres are competing against. Yep. Yeah, also eight and a half million of that will be deferred. Of course. By the way. So from twenty thirty to twenty thirty nine. You don't say. On a one year deal. Yeah. I mean, he's taking he's an all star who's taking deferments on a one year deal that won't be paid out for another six years, even starting that eight million. Which is I don't know what kind of magic wand the Dodgers have waved over all of these players to get them to accept less money now, but you know, they their strategy essentially is We'll pay the piper later, and, and maybe if we're lucky, the piper will never come if the, the CBA changes and we're not going to be necessarily punished for having these dead salary figures 
for the next decade from 2030 to 2040. I mean, they're going to get their money at some point. They, yeah. they will have to come correct and pay all of these guys will eventually. It, will it count against a luxury tax correct. by then, though? Or will that be gone? Will it be stricter? Could the Dodgers be in more huge trouble next decade? We don't know the answer to that question, but they keep spending, and that's not great news for the rest of the NL West. We'll be back with Take on Woods next year on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 